Hi guys, welcome back to What's On Your Mind. I'm here today with Lex, Lexicon of Style on Instagram. She's a Latina content creator based in New York City and she has over 130,000 followers on Instagram. So this girl's killing it and today she shares all of her influencer secrets and little tips. So Lex, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into it. Lex, thank you so much for coming. Uh, it's a pleasure having you on. Um, how are you? Say hi. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am great. What a great way to start out my day chatting with you. Uh, Thank you so much for coming. I'm so excited. Well, before we get started, why don't you give us a little rundown of who you are and what you do in your own words? Yeah, so my name is Lex, is short for Alexandra, and I'm a full-time content creator. I've been doing this for about I want to say nine years, which is pretty crazy. So this started way back in the day and I really focused on, you know, fashion, beauty, but that beauty is very much like inside and outside. Um, so I love playing around with makeup and different trends, but also focus on inner beauty, which is like self-love and body positivity. Um, that's something that I've definitely been focusing on for the past few years as you know, everybody's bodies change. And I turned 30 last year and really kind of living a lifestyle that um, is balanced between health and wellness, but also a lot of fun. Yes. So before we, I definitely want to touch on the whole body positivity thing, because I think that's really important, especially today with everything that's been happening, the mental health crisis, just so much. But before we get started in that, uh, tell us about how you started in content creation, because you were like one of the first creators technically who really you know took this as a career yeah it was kind of crazy I have always had the passion for fashion I know that sounds so (laughs) but I was literally born into loving fashion I was always dressing up from a young age at school then to going to fashion school at the University of Texas to be a designer I just always wanted to make women and men feel pretty in my designs. So that's always been a goal of mine. And I lived in London and worked for a designer uh, for a few years in college. And as much as I love that, I kind of thought there has to be a different side to fashion than just fashion design. Um, And I was trying to explore what that meant, whether it be editorial magazine and something with more with styling. And this is right when like Instagram just Uh. launched. So we're using, you know, the Instagram filters and like just posting whatever. And I started posting my outfits because like people uh, at my university were asking like, oh, you should start posting your designs and whatnot. I was like, that kind of feels weird. Um, So I guess like 2012, 2013. And I just started styling myself in my Instagram. And then I made the decision to move to New York on a whim after I graduated, I figured I might as well have some sort of portfolio. So I used my Instagram and went in week, grew from there, grew my connections and met a lot of people at Fashion Week by first time I ever went and just kind of got the ball rolling. But um, people think it's kind of an overnight fame sensation. I'm like, no, no, no. I was working a ton of different jobs once I got to New York to make ends meet and really trying to make connections in the jobs that I was working at um, to build the relationships and find the right people to start this world. And I didn't know exactly what this Instagram social media world was. I 
no one I think knew it was going to no. turn into what it eventually has. Like I didn't have a blog, but then I eventually made one. Uh, and I kind of just kept rolling with the punches and learning new things and self-teaching and researching myself uh, on how to grow an audience. And that's sort of how I ended up where I am today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, I have a bunch of follow-up questions for your first New York fashion week. Was that, were you invited or did you just decide to go? Like, did you just put yourself out there? Oh, I just put myself out there. I was not invited. I moved to New York, February 1st of 2013. And it was snowing and I was living in a shoebox apartment in the West Village with boxes. And my mom was just like, just go. Just because I was like, no one was taking me for interviews because everyone was at fashion week. So my mom was just like, go to fashion week. I was like, I don't think I can just show up and get into shows, you know? So I went out and took some street style photos of different, you know, fashion icons like Miroslava Duma and people that I've been following in the fashion industry for so long. And it was kind of crazy. The cameras turned around onto me, even though I wasn't going into the shows, I was featured in Harper's Bazaar and Cosmo and Pop Sugar for the outfits, the outlandish outfits that I was wearing. And then Mercedes Benz, when they were hosting it at the time, reached out, found my Instagram, reached out and invited me VIP to last three days of fashion week. So then I actually which was wild when I start to think about it. I'm just like, what on earth? Like I had been living in four days and I just went out there in the freezing cold. I had never ridden the subway before. I was mapped, like I had a map out of the subway system and was just trying to follow the maps to each fashion show. Wow. How did you even find the fashion shows in the first place? Did you just go to like the central hotspot? Yeah, I went to the central hotspot and then I started asking, you know, different photographers, like, how do they, how do they know where the next show is? And then there was a website where it said all the, like, you know, the yeah. New York fashion site where it said the time and like the location of each show. So then I was just like, well, just following like all the fashion photographers around. And I went to Best Buy and bought a DSLR camera <laughs> acting like a photographer and just dressed. It's not really normal dressed up, but I guess people considered it kind of wild that is crazy and it's also so funny because I feel like it was fashion is your passion and it's so it's so like it's so amazing to see how just the cards aligned so seamlessly it was like I just went and that's it because I feel like a lot of times people just don't put themselves out there it's like well just go if that's what you want to do and if it's meant for you then the cards will align somehow like invited by Mercedes to the last three like VIP that's crazy Oh, I was in the VIP lounge. I'll never forget. I saw Ramona from Housewives. Like, what? I've made it. <laughs> wow. Wow. And four days in. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Of fun. So that's when I started to realize that maybe this world actually has some legs to it. Um, the social media aspect of fashion. Um, and even though I always wanted to be more in the creative side of like designing, I thought maybe this could be a way to make a name. And then eventually later on, start something with more of my design aspect. Is that still something you want to do? Yeah. So I did launch a small collection of silk yeah. scarves. So I started designing different scarves that were inspired by my travels around the world. And I was able to keep that going. But honestly, like the Instagram, the blog, the social media aspect of Lexicon and Style really took the front seat, like the driver's seat. And I was able to launch that scarf collection. It did well, but since then it's been a roller coaster and it's been going a thousand miles per hour. So that's something I would definitely love to bring back, whether it be 
and the beauty industry or in the fashion industry. I'm very excited to hear and see what happens next. (laughs) The whole, that's the great thing about this job is I think you can, you know, go with the flow, go with the flow, roll with the punches. There's always something new, a new app uh, that you have to learn um, and really just create something new with it. Yeah. Yeah. You get, it's like, it's really rolled with the punches. And I think that's, what's so cool about it. It's like now, especially like Gen Z and everybody it's nobody wants to sit at a desk anymore. Nobody wants to sit at a desk. And so there's this huge movement towards being a content creator because that's what it's all about now living the nomadic life. Like that's what everybody wants. Oh yeah. I mean, I lived in New York for eight years and I still am based there, but living this nomad life has been a bit very eye opening to travel bloggers and how they do this so my partner David and I he's my boyfriend that we just launched on my Instagram I've always kind of kept my private life or my like love life a little bit private but he has become an integral part of my style and everything that I do so it's been a lot of fun to travel the world with him and experience that together but the nomad life is wild (laughs) Um, you were talking about before too, the connections that you wanted to make, um, in all these different jobs. And I know that I think it's very important to meet new people, but even creating and sustaining some of those connections can be difficult. So if you had to like go back and maybe tell yourself something or what, what advice would you have for people who are looking to network and sustaining those connections? Absolutely. I think this is something I learned early on and I honestly don't know if I would have done it any different. Um, I, my biggest advice, and I tell this to a lot of people, is to just be there. If you are invited to an event, go. Because there's always events in New York. There's events like fashion events, beauty events happening every evening. And just be there. Because if you're too afraid to put out there, you're not going to meet anyone. And meeting someone in person, now that we can do that again, the world's really opened back up completely. That is like the most important part to this job is creating some FaceTime and that interpersonal relationship right. and linking up with that person, like not having too much pride to follow them back on Instagram. You know, when yeah. you're growing, you're, you got to give back and follow them and then interact with them on a consistent basis. And that's pretty much what I was doing. Um, I moved from Austin, Texas. I didn't know anyone in the industry. And I remember just through Instagram, I was starting to get invited to these like brunches, these blogger brunches or these, you know, launch events. And I would go to maybe five events a night and make sure that I met at least three or four new people and had substantial conversations enough to switch, switch, like swap Instagrams or swap numbers and then ask to follow up on, you know, a drink or a coffee day and get to know them. That's awesome. Yeah excuse me, I'm still friends with a lot of girls in the marketing and PR industry that I met at, you know, different showings or um, events about eight years ago. Wow. Wow. And I had coffee with them when I was in New York last two weeks, three weeks ago. That's so cool. It's just also important to be kind. I think this industry can get a little in their heads or, um, you know, with quick fame turning over overnight it's important to stay ground stay humble and to get excited to meet new people and hear other people's stories um yeah. and build that a real human connection and yeah. stay genuine yeah yes 
Well, I want to pivot a little bit and talk a little bit about your journey and body positivity and how you've also been able to cultivate that because even like, especially today, I feel like, you know, with mental health on the rise and just like, it's just, it's, it's been crazy. I think that that's like the second pandemic in the world. I feel like, I think I had read a story into the, in 2020, there was more deaths from mental health illness than there was from COVID. So I think that just goes to show the prevalence of what has happened. So I think it's really important that you tell us about your journey and how you were able to build your confidence. I, I do love talking about this just because the thing is, is my, I'm not, one type, like one body type, my body changes, it ebbs and flows. And when I was growing up, I was very stick thin, um, very underweight, no boots, no butt. I was a literally like a board and I was made fun of that in grade school and in high school. And I was made fun of for like saying that I had a boyish body when I was like still 16, 17 years old. And wow. I was affected by that, but honestly, I had to tell myself, you know, like I'm healthy. I know that I take care of myself and I'm happy. And it did get to me. I was like cyber bullied. Do you remember like Facebook back in the day when we had like honesty box, I was getting the worst wow. message. Um, and then eventually my body changed. It started developing uh, my senior year of high school and right before college. And then I was starting to get made fun of for that. I couldn't make my body was, I was so curious as to why everyone cared a, yeah, you know, who are you to say anything about my body? And I'm going through these changes and I've always just realized that it's not going to make anyone else happy. And it's not about making anyone else happy. It's about feeling healthy and happy internally. And that's something that I had to really overcome. It wasn't easy, as easy as just telling myself like, Oh, love yourself. Like I grew, you know, multiple sizes in about one year and it was fine. And I just had to learn that we outgrow certain pieces of clothing. We grow up grow ourselves and develop over the years and to kind of run with that into new styling and to finding people that also lift you up. Uh, so my journey with like body positivity has been a long one because since then, you know, I was a double zero at 17 and I'm a size 10 now and I'm 31. Oh, I'm 31. You um, don't look 31 at all. Not and, at all. And it's something, you know, that I've I will say that there are, everyone has their bad days and it's hard to practice what you preach completely. No one's perfect, but it's something too, that I've learned to really be kinder to yourself. And that's what I want to tell everyone is to give yourself the same words that you'd give your friend going through the same struggle. Uh, Why would you be so hard on yourself? And as long as you feel healthy and happy inside, that's really all that matters. Yeah. How, what are acts of kindness that you perform on yourself? Well, whenever I start to feel down, I think of what I would tell, you know, my best friend, maybe going through a similar journey as I am. And it's, you know, that you're beautiful no matter what. The numbers don't count. I don't get on a scale, so I don't ever pay attention to that. But even if the dress number is going up, that it's not that numbers don't add value to our life. It's about just maintaining what keeps you happy and keeping a routine that makes you feel good inside because that will really come out in the outside in the way you carry yourself. Yeah. 
you had mentioned something too about your, uh, as you outgrew your sizes, you were okay with that, but was there any, yeah, was it? Yeah. So tell us like, was, was there any like sort of, cause it's not easy going through that drastic change. I think for anybody that's hard. Right. Um, I even have been struggling it honestly till today. Um, we've been traveling for nine months and eating everything we want and which is great. And I have changed my body. I've gone up in sizes in the past two months. That is something that I even documented on my Instagram yesterday. Yeah. So my first spinning room and realizing that my old sizes don't fit me now. I just have to tell myself that if it's not something that I don't feel comfortable inside, then let, let's start to change those habits. You know, maybe go on a daily walk and really try to reconcile with it and take it 10 seconds at a time. Take every feeling, every emotion and just soak it in. But then realize that if you're unhappy that you can make those changes and not dwell. So that's something that I had to do yesterday even. And look, I'm not, I, I'm very transparent. None of my clothes fit from like when I started my travels to what I am now. And I posted that I outgrew my clothes and I had someone respond to me saying, you know, they love the way I worded that because clothes are meant to fit us. And like, we tend, we can like our bodies change and let's just change the wardrobe with them. So I went to Zara and I embraced these new styles and like kind of new outfits that I got that make me feel good. And I think that's the important part about fashion and like learning to love yourself is to also do things that make you feel comfortable. Like why squeeze into a size that no one's going to look in and see that tag. Right. Right. Might as well make wear something that actually fits you and um, highlights your body rather than exactly. And so I tried to share that in like a dressing room hall yesterday. And I think it really resonated with just, you got to go up in size sometimes. Yeah. And that's okay. And it's totally okay. Like just as long as you're nice to yourself and you feel good on the inside. So, I mean, with this crazy lifestyle that we've been leading, we've kind of fallen out of our healthy lifestyle balance. Like I'm all about indulging in some Casio Pepe and some margaritas and whatnot. Like I love that life. I am your chaotic best friend, (laughs) Uh, but I also love to do things that make me feel good mentally and physically. So it's all about balance and it's okay. Life happens. It's okay to fall out of that sometimes, but just to make sure you do a mental check-in and try to start up those habits again, that really do make you feel good. And I think eventually that will show inwards and outwards. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think the way you treat yourself on the inside definitely manifests on what you can see. Yeah. And people are just way too hard on themselves. Like if when you look in the mirror, I know that so many women just look at each other, like look at themselves and like turn to the side and just say like, ew. And I'm like, no, you have to love yourself. Tell yourself you're beautiful. And that really comes out in the way that you carry yourself and your self-confidence. Yeah. I think even at first, if you don't mean it, eventually you'll start to mean it because it's, you're just going to, it's just going to become habitual. Absolutely. And that negative self-talk will turn into positive (laughs) self-talk. 100%. Like I said, just think about your talking to your best friend going through a similar journey. And I just talk to myself like I'm my best friend. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I really, yeah, Yeah. I love that. I love that. I'm going to start doing that. Just be like, if, if I was X, how would I, what would I say? But I'd be like, no, 
Or would I be like, yes, just calm down, you know? Yeah, you'd be like, calm down, take a deep breath, queen, you look amazing. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I w- what, if you had to go back and talk to like your 16, 17 year old self, what's something that you'd say to her? Just to love the body that you're in, because even then when I was, you know, a rail, I wanted boobs and I wanted a butt and I wanted curves and I didn't, I look at myself still negatively from all the comments that I would get. And I would just say, just embrace it. Go eat like three old, because my metabolism was so wild. I'm like, go enjoy, like live yeah. your life, honey. Um, but that everybody is beautiful in its own different way. I think I just saw myself as what everyone told me I looked like and not to listen to others. I think it's so crazy to think about that 16 and 17 years are starting on each other. Cause I think, wow, that's so young. And I can't believe I was thinking about my body at that age. Um, But to really just enjoy life and learn how to tune other people out, I was able to tune so many people out when they would make fun of my fashion. You know, so I was like, that's my choice. Like, this is my style. And I would dress crazy to school. But when it came to do comments about my body, I really took it personally. And to learn just that your body's going to change with age and to go with the flow with it, but always to remain that healthy balance. Yes. I love that. I think also that balance is so important because that is something like you said in today, we don't do it. It's either, it's either extreme. It's like, okay, I'm going to be like loosey goosey, or I'm going to completely like this rigidity, which is, which is tough. 100%. And like I said, I completely I completely fell out of any healthy life, like lifestyle right. habit these past nine months of traveling. Yeah. And I, like you said, it's either one extreme or the other, Which, and yes. I've really been wanting to get back into healthy lifestyle habits, but also I realized that you can't just go from one extreme to the other. So I've been taking right. baby steps to get back into it since we've been back in Texas. So my boyfriend and I, we go on a daily walk and then an afternoon walk and then We've been getting back into our vitamins and things that just make me honestly feel good from the inside and out. Um, And I realized I posted on social media that I've been kind of struggling with getting back to the game. And just so many people were telling me like baby steps, don't just wake up one day, do, you know, two a day workouts, completely just start eating like salads and stop drinking. Like that's just not the way to do it. I was like, well, A, I'm never going to stop drinking my wine or my tequila. (laughs) (laughs) that was never a question okay (laughs) I was like but you know there are different things I can do each day that will make me feel just a little bit better so for the past week we've been making those baby steps and I already feel a thousand times better yeah and I think you said something really important there is finding your boundaries too like what are your what are your limits like what are you just not going to give up because at the end of the day it's really important to enjoy life like if you don't enjoy it then what's the point then what's the point of doing anything 100%. I am like, that's always been my motto is finding that right balance and making sure that you're still having fun along the way. I'm a big proponent of having fun. Yes. (laughs) Life is too short to not eat the pasta, eat the pasta. But you know, like when I was living in Mexico, I was cooking a lot for myself and doing a lot of healthy cooking. And then on the weekends I'd go out and I would eat my tacos. I'd eat my any anything I wanted to drink all yeah, the tequila. Yeah. I still drink tequila on a daily basis. A little bit of tequila when it turns five o'clock. But it's all of and I was still like feeling 
just so great and invigorated and light in the sense of just, I was like taking my daily meds, but also still balancing that out with fun. And it just, it felt really good. So I'm trying to find that happy place again, but I'm, like I said, baby steps, baby steps. And I think it's also important to acknowledge that life isn't linear. Like it's not going to go up forever and you're going to, it's going to ebb and flow. Like there'll be times where it's like, crap, well, I don't feel good or I feel stuck or whatever it is, but there'll be times where you're like, I'm on a high, I, I I'm on top of the world, but it's like, it's going to go down. Like it's exactly. And I think, you know, whether that you're, when your life is going through this roller coaster and your body is changing with it, it's always important to maintain one thing that stays steady through it all. You can take a walk, you know, normally wherever you are. And I think that's something that I realized yeah. that like maybe just a 15, 20 minute walk in the morning, yes. wherever I am, we'll kind of keep that consistent balance throughout wherever I am. And that's even at 31, I'm still learning new ways to be happy and to practice what I preach better. Um, like I said, everyone has their bad days and I'm a confident woman, but you know, sometimes it just, I have to remind myself exactly who I am and what I'm here to do. Yes. You know what? I was watching American Idol and Lionel Richie wakes up every, I don't know why I said his name like that. Lionel Richie. my mouth I don't know what happened but he wakes up every morning and he looks himself dead in the eye in the mirror and he goes I'm Lionel Richie and I I was like huh I wonder what effect that has on us so I looked at myself everyone should wake up and do that like remind yourself of who you are I feel like it sounds silly but I feel like it has a huge impact on you 100%. I love that. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, definitely do it. I did it. And I was like, whoa, I'm looking at myself in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who's your hero? Oh, gosh. I know. I completely like hero. That's it. That was it in the notes. Um, (laughs) I have a multitude of heroes for different reasons, but I really want to say seem to sound crazy but my dad um he has really shown me what it is to have a work ethic I don't honestly say my mom and dad because my mom like my fashion my passion for fashion and my big inspiration has always been my mom but my dad has always been that person that you know has driven me to work hard to get to where I am as well um watching his work ethic and you know, how he's balanced his life between work and family is something that I've really strived to do. And his job, he is, he's a cardiologist. So he literally saves people for a living. And I know that I'm not, you know, changing the world over here, but my, I've always wanted to make people feel good and feel pretty. And that is something that I've kind of tied into what he does. That's amazing. And I'm really inspired by the way you're able to have, like, even, as much as it may not be there always, you're trying to have that balance and you're trying to enjoy your life and your work is your passion, which I'm so inspired by. Yes, it's been a blessing. I mean, honestly, to change, to do what I do, like I've always loved my entire life for a living. Yeah. Um, it comes with, you know, different kinds of hardships, but there's stuff that I have to just remind myself, like, I am here doing what I always thought I would be doing in a different world. I mean, social media, I did not think that was going to be a thing, but (laughs) I'm thankful for it. And I'm always excited for what's to come. I think 
especially with this world, not only can you just have a passion for fashion, but you have to be prepared for the next thing to come at you and you have to be flexible and, um, really dedicated to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, definitely. I'm going to ask you like a couple last questions. I don't want to keep you for too much longer. No, I could talk to you forever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, what's your favorite thing about your career? I honestly would say the people that I've gotten to meet. Um, I, we talked about, you know, making those connections and really like doing that FaceTime, those interpersonal moments with them. But I've met some really incredible people over the past 10 years of doing this. And it has been so fulfilling and always my favorite part, whether they're just, you know, in the fashion world or people that have gone to, that have gone to travel. Like, so people from around the world, like I went, my boyfriend and I uh, recently went to a trip to Madeira, Portugal, and we were just with a great group of content creators and their significant others and even our tour guide wow. on it, uh, who like, you know, led the whole trip was amazing. And we all keep in touch. And that's just something from this past year. But like I said, I've been going to coffee with people or grabbing drinks with people that I met, you know, 10 years ago. And I even have two of my best friends from this world uh, that I met at a bloggers brunch. Uh, Courtney wow. Kelly, who run their own blog, and we are best friends six years later. That is so cool. That's so yeah. cool. And it's like it's, it's go ahead, go ahead. It's been incredible. Yeah, yeah. And the journey also, it's I feel like it was just so meant to be, especially for you. The way it just kind of all. I mean, of course, there was you know, but it happened. <laughs> Absolutely, and like not even the people that you meet in real life through this job, but even the people I get to meet on Instagram, the people, you know, who follow me and DM me, I have full on, I have full on conversations with people who really reach out and interact with me. Some, I take hours out of my week to make sure I'm responding. And if someone comes to me with like, maybe a similar struggle, like I posted, you know, when my boyfriend cheated on me and whatnot, a lot of girls had gone through something similar and started messaging me about their experiences. And I really got to know just all these people around the world who like, we have this weird connection (laughs) and it's like such a sad situation, but you know, we always come out on top and that's something that was really powerful to see that this platform not only introduces you to fashion industry people, but just anyone around the world. Right. I love that. And there's something so powerful about social media, but do you think that your success with your brand has been attributed to the fact that you dedicate so much time to attend to your followers? Yes, I think specifically the past two or three years, it's grown a lot because I've dedicated a lot of time to responding to them, to connecting with them. And also I've seen a big change in actually just sharing about my personal life, whether it was about and cheating boyfriend or changes going on through my body or a new boyfriend love. (laughs) Um, But people really find a connection when you're realistic and relatable. And that's exactly who I am, who I've always been. I've never been that girl, you know, that girl on TikTok has her shit together and like, you know, wakes up at 5am with her matcha makes it to yoga (laughs) class at six. I'm like, no, sorry. Here's the real me. Take it or leave it. I love it. You want to, but I, and nothing against that girl, but I just, I just, I have to be real with myself and be genuine with everyone. And 
I think that's when I saw the growth is when I was genuine to myself and genuine to everyone else and realized that talking to everyone about similar issues or struggles actually helps me and them, you know? Um, so that's where I've seen the most growth actually. I love it. I love it. And I think, um, as consumers of your content, we really appreciate that because there's like, there's still like (laughs) toxicity behind it. Yeah. And it's just fun. It's fun to actually, it's a relief to start being yourself. I think I used to put on this whole like fashion, like you had to be like a certain way to be a fashion Mm -hmm. blogger. And I was like, no, you don't just (laughs) as long as I can be myself, I will be happy in what I do with work. And that's what's really opened up a lot of doors and brought back my mental clarity and health. I love it. I love it. Well, Lex, thank you so much for coming. Why don't you go ahead and give a shout out to anything and everything that you'd like to? I just want to give a shout out to everyone who might be feeling like they're stuck in a little rut. Um, if they're feeling like you know coming out of COVID, they're nervous to get out there. I promise you, get out there, take a walk, meet new people. You'll feel instantly fulfilled and just find those little healthy habits, a daily healthy habit that starts to make you feel good from the inside and out and make sure you wake up and tell yourself who you are and that you are beautiful. And I really think that will get a good start to your day. Look at yourself in the mirror, dead in the eye, be like, I am blank. (laughs) I am Lionel Richie. (laughs) I'm Lionel Richie. (laughs) Um, what do you want to shout out your Instagrams and your socials? Yeah, so all of my social media handles are Lexicon of Style on TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Patreon, Pinterest. And then I also have a blog where I talk a lot about self-care and beauty more so. So uh, you can follow that on Mm lexiconofstyle.co. I'm not shy to share anything I do, even a little lip filler if you want to do it for yourself so I give all the juicy details over there there it is and it'll all be linked in the show notes as well so you could just tap (laughs) amazing well this was so fun thank you so much for coming Lex thank you so much for coming it was truly such an amazing episode and I feel like the energy was literally radiating through the mic I know that sounds weird but tell me not it's true uh we had such an amazing conversation as you guys heard a lot of insider tips a lot of techniques and cute little tidbits of everything and how you guys can really make it in the industry if that's what you guys want to do so I hope you enjoyed it I hope you gained some valuable information and some insight but aside from that I will see you again next week for another episode same time same place yeah have a fantastic week you guys and I will see you next week bye